the In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles. Welcome to the podcast. Please like the podcast and subscribe to this channel. Thank you. Have you experienced several failed relationships or been through a divorce? How can you avoid making the same mistakes again? How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes is out now. Hi, my name is Nigel Beckles. My new book is packed with practical and common sense strategies that you can use to make better relationship choices. Now you can discover the dangerous myths about love. If your relationship expectations are realistic, why you could be falling in love for all the wrong reasons. How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes. It's a book that could change your life. Available from Amazon.co.uk. Kindle version also available. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. In this episode, I continue my discussion with narcissistic abuse awareness advocate, Marcia Hilton. So when you worked out he was actually a narcissist, how did that make you feel? Part of me felt almost vindicated in the sense that, you know, there was a sense of, well, that, that explains why his behaviour was the way it was. But it also made me think, oh, my God, I felt stupid as well. So there was a mixture of two things, really. Partly felt really stupid that I got myself into, into that. And even at that point, when I first realised, I still wanted the Hoover, if that makes sense. What is the Hoover? There's this thing called the narcissistic cycle of abuse. So the first stage of that is the, the idealisation stage or the love bombing stage where they will bombard you, which is what happened to me, bombard you. You know, you're the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, you think you're on cloud nine. You think that you have met your soulmate. You think that there's nobody else that understands you like this person does. And, you know, you're treated so well and you're put upon a pedestal, basically, and treated like a queen. Once you're locked in by that, because ultimately that's a, it's a ploy that they use to draw you in and lock you into a committed relationship. Once that has happened, it's almost like they get bored and then they move into the, the next stage, which is the devaluation. And then the discard where they just leave you. And then, they, then there is the hoover. Because when they do the discard, it's not always that you know, they're done with you. Um, some people would refer to it more as a disengagement because by the time you've reached that point where you are suddenly left or or something happens and, and, and the relationship is not working or you're split, they've probably already groomed somebody else and they're off doing doing that. And then when they get bored or that doesn't work, they then come back round and hoover you back in. So it's named after the hoover, you know, the vacuum, because it, they just suck you back in. If you're not aware, because they'll come back and say things like, oh, I didn't know what I was thinking. I really do love you. Let's let's try again. You know, that kind of thing. And maybe a bit of love bombing there as well to bring you back in. So part of me wanted a little bit of that. I was like, I need him to call me, but I wasn't going to do the calling. And I think part of that was because I wanted the closure. It's this kind of up in the air stuff left me so confused. Yeah, but that's quite common in terms of narcissists because they often fail to give closure. Mm. And part of that strategy is to leave the door open for the possibility of a return. A person who fails to give closure in a relationship, basically they are emotionally immature, effectively. But effectively, that's what narcissists are. They are basically children walking around in adult bodies. Absolutely. 
So when you are in a situation where you, where you don't receive closure, obviously it's confusing because you don't know what's happened, why it's happened. And that can also leave a person susceptible to being hoovered because when the approach comes, you may still be looking for answers or you may still hold out hope that the relationship is going to work. Absolutely. And that's where I was. I wanted answers. I wanted to know. I wanted them to get in touch. I wanted to kind of explain to me what has happened here, what is going on, you know, just so I could make sense of, of what had happened. And the other thing, actually, that I didn't mention was this whole thing around projection. They would, you know, the things that he would say to me, you know, you mentioned earlier uh, about this kind of emotional immaturity. But there was a lot of projection, like you say things to me, like you don't know how to be in a relationship. And I really believe, you know, that maybe there's, there is something wrong with me then. What is it that I'm doing wrong? But actually, it was it was really about him not being able to be in a relationship. But and maybe it sounded almost, once I kind of got my head around in that whole narcissism thing a little bit, I, I, I kind of wonder if that's what I was said to him and he was just projecting that onto me because I didn't know. So there's a lot of things that he would say to me that I didn't, you know, was looking back now, was so not true. But I took that on as if, really? Is that how he sees me? There's something wrong with me? Well, projection mm-hmm. is a very common manipulation mm-hmm. tactic. You know, yeah. they have different tools in their toolbox. You know, they've mm-hmm. got gaslighting, projection, Absolutely. they attack your yeah. self-esteem. But all Absolutely. of these tactics are just basically designed to make the target easier to control because all abusive relationships are about power and control absolutely that's the bottom line how they go about that power and control attempt varies they may use one tactic they may use several absolutely yeah so i understand that you've started a podcast raising awareness regarding narcissists and narcissistic abuse what inspired Mm. you to do that well what happened after understanding of what had happened to me I remember spending a lot of time a lot of time doing a lot of reading and watching YouTubes and and just trying to get get an understanding and building my knowledge and I found sort of like maybe like six months down the line I'm still doing this I go come home from work and I'll be on you know researching it until bedtime and I'd be like this is unhealthy. You need to move forward now. So part of that was actually looking at my own healing and understanding that I needed to not remain stuck in stuck in that in that place of just reading and, and, and researching around it, but moving forward from that. So um, there was, you know, I had some um, counselling, therapy, coaching. Um, had some work, did some work around my roles in relationships. But what happened after that, I would have conversations with, with other women and similar stories would come up. And I just thought, oh my gosh, this is something that is common. I was really shocked. I remember being really shocked at the number of women that were struggling with similar with a similar situation to myself so I felt that you know it was time really that I did something to help and I wanted to raise awareness of how easily it is to get drawn into these kind of relationships and to be able for women to be quick and to protect themselves really to have some understanding of, of, of what narcissism is and for those that were in narcissistic relationships to really start to examine whether this is where they really want to be and you know helping them to realize that they do have options now I'm not telling women that they've got to 
leave their partners because it's such a complex and, and deeply personal thing. And that's something that they've got to work out for themselves. But I think if women are equipped, if women have the information, if women have the knowledge, then they're able to make an informed choice for themselves, to be able to change the patterns that cause them to be in these relationships in the first place. That's what was the inspiration for my podcast. Well, I should just say, you know, in these times, the word narcissist is thrown around Mm. almost casually. And a lot of people use the word without actually understanding what a narcissist is. Basically, a narcissist is a person with a mental illness. One of the problems that we have is that there are a lot of people in society who are walking around with undiagnosed personality Mm. disorders because someone hasn't been diagnosed doesn't mean they haven't got a problem i do agree that yes it is important to um raise awareness i do so myself because even though yes you say is complicated to an extent but then if you look at the dsm as it's called for short the nine criteria five or Mm. more out of nine they would be officially diagnosed the other problem you have is that often they will not go for a diagnosis absolutely they are quite (laughs) convinced that there is nothing wrong with them them. they are gods walking upon the earth that's the other problem you have but in the final analysis if you start off with the nine traits you know it's not that difficult to kind of work out if someone has toxic narcissistic tendencies as you mentioned earlier and we all have narcissistic traits it's a question of whether the narcissism is toxic whether it's damaging other people because part of narcissism is liking to eat nice food or wearing nice clothes or having a Mm. nice place to live and there's nothing wrong with that absolutely but when the narcissism is damaging other people that's when it's a problem yeah those criteria, the American DSM criteria has to be met to get a clinical diagnosis. There are general traits that may indicate, and it's just so that women can be aware of these things. I mean, I do have something called, you know, three signs you may be with a, with a narcissist, and I know that there are plenty more than that. And I was looking at things like, you know, if your relationship happens really quickly, and before you know it, you, you know, they're going to tell you that they love you within the first couple of weeks or in a month. You know, they want to marry you, lock you down really quickly. You know, those kind of things. You know, nobody falls in, in love unless it's on a movie or reading a book. In you know, after a week, people take time to get to mm. know each other. So that's what I help women to, to understand. You know, the other thing is, you know, the gaslighting that you mentioned earlier. And, and even just if you yourself as a woman or a man, because I know, that it, you know, it works both ways. If you yourself are not feeling very comfortable if something isn't right if something feels off in your relationship even if you can't necessarily initially like myself I wasn't able to pinpoint there wasn't anything I mean he wasn't beating me to a pulp or anything like that but something just did not feel right and then there was all these other things that I almost feel like in your gut you you kind of know mm-hmm. um but it's it's and, and, and to kind of go with that intuition but the signs will be there you know, so my part of my work is to raise that awareness and look at the, you know, the possible signs that you may be in a relationship with a narcissist. That's an important thing for women. That's, a, you know, the group that I work with to have that awareness. There's so many people that are so damaged by these relationships and they deserve better. So, Marcia, what other interests do you have? Well, my background is actually um, health. I'm, I'm actually, uh, my background is nursing. 
and I am also um, a physician associate, so I practice medicine and I work in hepatology. So I'm very, very much interested in health and well-being anyway. So, and I'm also interested in getting that information about how we can manage our health a lot better as well. So I am in the process of devising some courses, some online courses around health and wellness, as well as doing some courses around, you know, some very mini courses and things around narcissistic abuse. I actually want to continue with the podcasting as well, keep that going. I really enjoy that, learning that new skill. And just, you know, really, really interested to see how that's all going to develop in the future. So but yeah, I like doing running workshops with women around empowering them to actually you know, make some transformational changes in their lives, whatever aspect of life that they, they want to do that. So I understand you recently started a Facebook group. Oh, the Facebook group is to, again, it's, a, it's more of a support group for, for women, again, who are recovering from narcissistic abuse. Um, and it's called Narcissistic Freedom break free to a fresh new future it's um it's private facebook group where women can share their stories um there's a lot of resources there as well through the people that are that are in the group women from all sorts of different backgrounds who bring some real value to to the group and they help each other there as well and it's uh, yeah growing <laughs> so i might ask you how can people contact you they can contact me via email, which is Marcia Hilton with a Y. So that's H-Y-L-T-O-N. Marcia Hilton Wellness at gmail.com. You can also catch me on Facebook and it's just Marcia Hilton. And I'm also on Instagram, which is Marcia Hilton five Marcia Hilton five well Marcia it's been very interesting talking to you about <laughs> narcissists and narcissism thank you very much for your time thank you very much it was a pleasure to to speak with you so thank you please like the podcast and subscribe to this channel thank you Looking for Love is a documentary that explores black relationships in the UK, seeking answers to difficult questions, transforming the way we think about love and relationships. You know, 50% of couples who marry this year will get divorced. Looking for Love from the award-winning director Menelik Shabazz is finally available on DVD. If I had been to a counsellor or been to a therapist, I would have dealt with a lot of those issues a lot quicker. Get yours today from lookingforlovefilm.com. Thank you for listening. Please join me for another In Conversations podcast very soon for more interesting and entertaining discussions. Stay safe. Please like the podcast and subscribe to this channel. Thank you. Please like the podcast and subscribe to this channel. Thank you.